The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Cowboys Storyline with Nick Eatman. What is up? It is time for Cowboys Storyline. It's Friday, December the 1st. Cowboys are 9-3 and three after that easy win over Seattle. Never a doubt. I'm kidding. 41-35. Nobody has fingernails left. It was awesome. It was an awesome, awesome game all the way around in a lot of different ways, a lot of aspects. Uh, it was a fun one, and it really was. This is this... You know, I think this, and I've said it, I wrote it, I think this is playoff football. This is the type of games you see in the playoffs. And the Cowboys figured out a way to win. I'm not saying Seattle's, uh, you know, going to even make the playoffs. I mean, who, who knows? They're at 6-6. Six and six, But I, I think that it was the type of game that that, that really tests you um, in, in every aspect. And, and you have to pass the challenge. You have to figure out a way to get there, even when it doesn't look like it's going to happen. There was plenty of times in that game I, I didn't know if the Cowboys were going to win it. But, you know, right now the way Dak is playing, it's just – it's. I mean, he, yes, he's this is the best we've ever seen of Dak. Uh, and Dak is playing right up there with anybody in the NFL. And, and it was – they have complete trust in him, even to the point of – Hey, let's let him let's let him throw here on third and four instead of running out forty seconds to go. Let's see if he can throw another touchdown because that's just the confidence they have in him. I hated the call then. I hated it now, but it, they, it didn't hurt them at the end of the game, and they ended up winning. But um, I think it just shows the confidence that this team has in in their quarterback right now. So, all right. 888-855-2297. I could sit and talk all day long about all these things, and I'm sure I'll get the chance to do that. Um, that is the number to call, the number to text, 817-290-3298. Let's go to the phone lines now. Let's get right to it. we got Brian in Kansas City. Brian, how's it going? Oh, man, I can't believe I got in first, Nick. Yeah. I was going to call Conspiracy Theory Steve and see why I nope. couldn't get in first. Nope. You know, not you're, you're leading us off. What are you going to do? Are you going to bunt? Are you going to hit a base hit? Are you going to try to hit a leadoff homer? What are we doing here? Let's go. Let's get oh, it rolling. No, I'm swinging for the fences, Let's man. go. Let's do it. <laughs> hey, so, you know, I got a couple of things. So, one, you know, I, I listened to you and Nate argue about the moral victory thing, you know, many times you guys have talked about that. And this kind of presented to me like a little bit of a moral loss for the defense. What? Seattle, this is the this is the game of the year for the Seattle offense. They've never had anything. I look back at their box scores. Uh-huh. They've never had anything like this this year. They've had a couple of games where they scored 37, but, it, you know, there was a defensive touchdown or something in there. And I was really disappointed that they put up, they hung up that these kind of numbers against our defense that we thought was top notch. Mm. You know, I, that that's just my takeaway. The offense bailed us out, and holy cow, is is Dak and CD yeah. on a tear? I mean, yeah. good lord. I it, what about the it, defense? Did the defense not bail them out? Well, so you know, the last play was fun to watch, but he wasn't blocked. <laughs> Right, but that's that that right there goes to show that like you know that's something I was talking with with Derek Eagleton about upstairs. You know the play call is is a great play call for most teams and most players, but not Micah Parsons. He just blew that up. He's too fast, too explosive, even on the last play of the game. Um, you know it. Yeah, you can get that on most teams. You couldn't get it on on him and, and Tank and D Law. I thought it was great. I, hey, I hear what you're saying. Uh, you know, that's not. I, I don't know if that should be our first call to to, to talk to exactly about that because the defense. Yeah, the defense struggled in, in a game of Seattle. That's a desperate team. They have to win. They're trying to get into the playoffs. But when it was and it was time to 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 shut them down. Three stops to get off the field. So, no, not a great performance, but when they had to have it, Deron Bland makes a play, um, finally, you know, and Micah Parsons makes a play, finally, and uh, and they, they get off the field and they win the game. So I, I'm not as critical about that. I just think this is a it's playoff football, and, and, and that's the atmosphere that it was. I thought the defense, has, has, they struggled, but they, they figured out a way at the end to finally get a stop. 
Yeah, the and, and you know the thing I I, I was going to bring up the Bland thing too because boy, you know you've been saying hey he's not a shutdown corner he's he's had a great run with the with the returns but he's not a shutdown he struggled a little bit last night to see him come back and get that pick that was really something yeah he's um, he's amazing yeah right. so a couple other things so you know I think it's time to admit watching CD this 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 year has just been amazing I think it's time we say. They did, you know. We, uh, I've been upset when the Cowboys make really bad decisions. You know, it, I think the Cooper decision has turned out to be the right decision. You, we, we can't afford to have two number one. You can't pay thirty million dollars a year to two number one wide receivers. And CV is a top tier receiver. I don't do the ranking thing with you know who's number one versus number two, but he's up there, and we wouldn't be able to afford both. So yeah. the Cowboys had some good some good vision there, and and they said CD's our guy, yep. and we're going to have to pay him, so we can't keep the other one. Yeah. Um, tell right. me, right. and, and I got two more things. No, so, one more, one more thing, Brad. Let's 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 get it rolling. We have a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One more. What did you think about them not taking the field goal there? Um, I didn't like it. I thought I thought they got a gift interception. Um, I mean, they made the play, but I didn't like that not not taking the field goal. I didn't like all the of Mike McCarthy's decisions there. But I mean, he's managing the game. He understands what's going on. He knows his defense hasn't gotten a stop, and he has complete confidence in his offense. I would have kicked the field goal. I'm, I'm kicking the field goal right there. Um, if you're talking about after the interception and you're down twenty-eight to twenty-seven, uh, I kick a field goal. It's been forty-eight yards. It's not a given, but but. Um, but I think you know that's what I would have done because I, I just got an interception and I haven't stopped them. Finally got a pick, you know. Take the lead. How about that? Let's t- take the lead. But you know, I mean, or you could just throw it out to C.D. Lamb, who's catching everything, and he's going to get a first down. And he dropped it. I mean, they threw it to the hottest player in the NFL right now at, at wide receiver, and he dropped it. So it's not like it was a bad call. It just didn't work out. All right. Let's keep rolling here. Let's go. Sorry, sorry to cut you off, Brian. Just a lot, a lot of different cars here. We're going to go to Bruce in Houston. Bruce, what's up? Hey, Brian, uh, Nick. It's okay. How are you doing? Uh, great. Yeah, you've been called worse, right? Uh, uh, yeah, doing today. Great. <laughs> uh, great, great game. I mean, you know, I think us fans have gotten spoiled to, you know, smoking them at home. And we still put our 40 up, but I, I'm, I, I want to say, whoo, you know, because <laughs> – yeah. Several times during the game, we thought, oh, we're going to lose this game. And and maybe we didn't deserve to win, but we did. And, and we did yep. deserve it in some some part of it. Because like you said earlier, when they needed to make a play, they did. I don't know if you saw the telecast, but, man, they put a stat on Bland. And I think maybe all week you've been hearing the, you know, defensive player of the year hype because his first uh, half stats were atrocious. But to his defense, man, he, he played he, – Got an interception and shut down his man the second half. So great adjustments there. But McCarthy, oh my God, the first mistake he made, you know, it didn't cost us anything because they missed that field goal, as you remember. But second oh. nineteen versus third and seven, oh my lands, what a a bonehead decision. I don't understand why he did that. And I agree with you. I, I hated the call on the last one, third and three. Do yeah. an RPO with Dak. He'd been running good. Yeah. Keep the clock. That's 40 seconds they could have. I, if they lost that game, he'd have been fried for it. And, yeah. Yep. You know, and like you said, these next four games now, um, I still think we're going to be the fifth seed. But, hey, there's a chance. But who knows? Uh, but, man, and that's and that's probably good that we get, won that game like that because they know they got, at least as a playoff team, you know, because that was the – the same. You you can beat the sisters, but you can't beat these guys. Yeah. So we proved it a little bit, but now we got to take it one step forward. Good show. Yeah. Have a good week. Thank Nick. you. Thanks, Bruce. Bye. Appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, those calls were were. I mean, you know, he's he managed the game. He managed it, you know, to, to you know his way, and that's and that's what he does. He always kind of changes it up a little bit based off a of feel, based off of what what's going on. Uh, you know, I I would have gone for two with three minutes to go in the third quarter, down eight. I probably would have just gone for two there, but I understand why you don't. I really do, and and it's it's a sweet spot there, late in the third, middle of the third, because in a game like that where there's a lot of points, if you don't score there. Seattle goes and scores the touchdown, which they did. Now you're down by nine. 
if you kick an extra point to go down one, you're all you're going to stay within one score regardless of what happens, which is what happened. So then when you're down, you're down 35 to 27. And so they get field goals and all that. And so I, 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 I was fine with that. That was a tough one, um, tough decision. But, yeah, some of the others. And that third and seven versus second and 19, there was a lot of confusion there because it said it was third and 10, uh, not third and seven. It said third and 10 on the scoreboard and also where the guy was lining up. And then he switched it, I, I think, to third and seven at the last second. So I, I don't know if – if I still would have gone second and nineteen or second twenty, whatever it was. But but I, you know, that was that was odd too because they had just converted a third nine for a touchdown. So I would be pushing them back. He had a couple of decisions I, I disagreed with, but you know what? It it did not hurt him in this case. All right, let's go to uh, Rob in Vegas. Rob, oh man, yeah, right. Not much, not much voice left. <laughs> I mean, yeah. listen, that that game proves one thing. Dak Prescott is the best player on this team. It isn't Micah Parsons. It isn't Deron Bland or whoever. He bailed out everyone. He bailed out the coaches, the defense. I mean, I totally agree with you. Second, you always – I would have took second and I'd keep an incomplete pass or a sack. That was dumb. I agree. Third and uh, – what was it? Third and four. You put the ball in Dak Prescott's hands. You let him roll out. Nobody open. Maybe he runs for it. He falls down. The clock runs. Yeah. But – in the end, we kind of, I don't know if they, people say we needed this, and maybe we did. You, this looked like a playoff game. Dak Prescott was getting beat up, and I was, they were kept slamming, slamming him on his throwing shoulder. He was breaking tackles. He was running, running guys over. I mean, so you, you just saw he said, no, nah, we're not losing this game. Right. And so – Maybe we needed a game like this instead of blowing everybody out about 30. And the guy that really stepped up and he, he's got an attitude is that Jake Ferguson. Jake Ferguson. Yeah, yeah. you got to love this kid. He, he's athletic and he's, he, he's willing to get his head, you know, put his head down. And I think this team needs that. And I think Dak fed off of that, was, was talking trash. Listen, it was a great game because we won. Uh, did they overlook them for Philly? I don't know how. And, and how do you overlook a team? Period, because they're, they're punching you in the mouth. You got to do something. So, listen, the defense. I, could Deron Bland ever play that bad again? Probably not. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Did they not watch film? Um, I don't. I don't. I really don't know how, what happened with the secondary. The refs. Uh, their arm is as sore as Dak from throwing so many flags. Yeah, but you know, but but that's. You know, as a fan, at the end of the day, all that matters is the win. You know, you, we could debate, well, they only won by – who cares? You know, I live in Vegas where everybody bets. I don't, I don't gamble on football. The spread was high, and uh, everybody was betting on Dallas. So the, the casinos made a lot of money. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I don't care because you had a win because you're, you're hoping Philly loses to San Fran, and there's a good chance. Yeah. So, listen, they, they took care of business, but Dak Prescott – is definitely in the MVP uh, voting. He's playing the best quarterback. I'm not saying he's the best quarterback, but he's playing the best in the league right now. And he is definitely the best player on this team. Well, I can't disagree with you at all. Yeah, Rob, I, I can't. Uh, I, I, You know, he is. He's just playing out of his mind right now. And, and uh, the confidence that he has, the throws that he's yeah. making. I mean, you know, I mean, CD, he had, a, had one go through his hands right in the end zone. But that, that was a... That was a bullet yeah, was, of a throw. Yeah. I mean, he's throwing that. The, he's throwing it. Yeah, that throw he threw to Ferguson. I don't know if he would ever make that throw because he was trusting Ferguson to cut in, and he just he threw it. And, and luckily, for him and Ferguson were on the on the right page. But you're right that he, that throw into the end zone, even though it was tight, it it did went through CD's hand. I'm not yeah. saying, uh, yeah. But you're right. That I like. I said I, what I called a couple of days ago. The ball's coming off his hand differently. I don't know if he changed a little bit of mechanics, or maybe it's just confidence. Mm-hmm. When he lets that ball go, it's not a wobbly, you know, duck. That thing is is moving. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's definitely he's just, yeah. It's a it's well, a it's a, yeah. We just have never seen it before. We never seen him playing like this and and just carrying the team like he did. It was awesome. All right, Rob. Thanks for the call. Of course, I agree with you on Jake Ferguson too. I thought Jake brought brought an attitude, uh, and it was it was smart too. I mean, like they were baiting him. I mean, Jamal Adams was you know he. he I mean, he was in everyone's face. You know what I mean? I mean, complete eye roll on Jamal Adams, uh, you know, just last night. Just, yeah, good physical player, but, I mean, just always talking crap and then every single snap and just jumping in at the end of plays and stuff like that. You know, Ferguson takes a huge hit to the head, which in college would have not, you know, the guy would have been ejected probably. But, um, you know, and he's talking crap, and Ferguson gets up and just basically just walks over him. Like, you're short. I'm I'm not. I'm going to walk over you, and I'm going to say first down. And, and you know, they were baiting him in and he didn't he didn't take it he just kind of smiled and said it was first down what what, what else can you say if, you, if it was really a big hit i would have dropped it you know i mean that kind of stuff i just love the way he played kept playing um and and they found something in jake ferguson and they they, they really they really have and so that's that's a good thing because every quarterback needs a guy like that they they need a tight end they need somebody sure handed and, and he can dump it off and then also it's going to go make a play going to go jump over someone and, and be athletic so I really, really love what they're getting out of Jake Ferguson right now. Um, only, only a dumbass would drop him on his fantasy team. Uh, cool. All right, let's go to uh, Mark in Florida. Mark, what's up? Hey, Nick, how you doing? Good. How are uh, you? I know you're busy. I know you're busy, so I'll be quick. Hey, the, it's your it's your uh, floor. The, let's go. All right, on the in the grass play with with Dak Prescott from the TV broadcast. I don't know if it's the umpire, the referee that stands behind, but. That view, number 43, he's got his left hand up to his mouth, obviously with the whistle, and his right hand goes straight up. I'm a novice, but that that means to me the whistle was going to be blown and the play is dead when he puts his right arm up. He didn't call it. Thank God he didn't blow his whistle, and it turned out to be a big play, a big mm-hmm. completion to the sideline. Yeah. Okay? But quite obvious he had his hand right arm straight up in the air. Next it's going to be easy in this game to give the game ball to anyone on the offense. Dak, Ferguson, CD. My game ball goes to Demarcus Lawrence. Yep. And here's what I'm going to say. When he got drafted, he was our next great hope after Demarcus Ware. Since Dan Quinn came here, he has given up those fancy stats of sacks. And he has become probably the best run defender on this team. Okay, uh, everybody's going uh, giving Parsons the kudos. Okay, on that last play, Parsons don't get the, the kudos to me. Okay, that was a cover zero. Okay, and everybody in the building is supposed to know Gino's got to get that ball out quick. If the Marcus Lawrence doesn't smell out that quick screen, he's going to run forever. The Marcus Lawrence pulled up when that back came across and was right in his face, and that's who. Mm-hmm. He was throwing to was that running back, mm-hmm. and the play blew up. Because if he gets that ball over Parsons' head, or if that guy is open, that guy's running. So to me, Demarcus Lawrence probably made the two biggest plays in that game. <laughs> so he gets my game. I ball, love it. Okay, that's you're you're absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. That is the game ball. Demarcus Lawrence, he was walking with his family. He had that strut after the game and I was talking to him and I and his kids are there and his family and I and I said to him do they know you made the play of the game? And I was talking about the the, the fourth down tackle. That was was the play of the game. Uh, you're right. The, the last one was was big as huge, and he was a big part of it. I'm not going to say that Mar- Micah Parsons didn't have any effect either, because I mean he no, just course, he just he it was did. like Sonic the Hedgehog just flying up there like that. And on the last play of the game, unbelievable. Both of them get credit for that one. But you're right. I mean, you're right. Tank Tank is selfless at this point in his career he doesn't get all the stats he and i love the fact he made the pro bowl last year uh didn't have a lot of stats teams know like teams know players know coaches know they know demarcus lawrence is a difference maker and you know it you know it mark Mm -hmm. that's 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 really that's really you're, you're right on you're spot on on that okay nick go 49ers never thought i'd yeah yeah okay yeah Go sure. 49ers. But for one day, about three and a half, four hours, I'm going to be a big 49ers <laughs> fan. Then I'll go back to hating them. Fair. <laughs> uh, that, that's fine. All right. 
Good, good call, Mark. Really, really good. And, and right, Tank Lawrence. I mean that that I I couldn't believe they didn't just keep Geno under center. I don't know if the Cowboys have stopped a quarterback this year on the tush push. I know they don't stop Philly, but I mean I I don't know if they stop anyone. And and uh, I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't have run the ball off tackle like that and just let. Uh, and that was a huge play in the game. Uh, I don't know if that was the biggest one, but I didn't make my five plays because the one that did was the. Three three plays earlier, first and ten over the middle. Tyler Lockett had Deron Bland beat. That ball just comes flying right at him, right at his face. He dropped it. Uh, if it's if it's right on the money, not only is it a catch, it, it could be a touchdown. But he dropped it, and they ended up getting nine on that. Uh, the next two plays, second and third, and then on fourth and one, they didn't make it. I thought that was huge turnaround there. All right, let's go to uh, Greg in Sacramento. What, what's yeah, up? Hey, hey, Greg. Hey, so um, it was a great game yesterday. Um, you know, I it was funny that the previous caller, you mentioned D-Law, and um, it was funny because I was watching the game with my brother, and it was like the fourth quarter, and I hadn't really noticed, like, D-Law. He didn't really stand out to me yet. And I was like, man, where's D-Law been? And then the next, like, three plays, boom. he just made three boom, boom, like, bang, bang play. You're like, oh, there he is. There he is. There's the tape. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. And then um, there was one play, though, where I, where I saw it, it was with Dak and Tony Pollard. And once I saw that play, I wasn't worried about the rest of the game. I was like, oh, yeah, we're winning this game. Yeah. And it was the play where Tony Pollard picks up the blitz, right? He takes the guy out, and then he gets back up, and Dak just kind of shovel passes the ball to him. And I was like, oh, my God, like, they're, they're, we're going to win this game today. Like, yeah. I just seeing that, like, the, the grit it took from Tony Pollard to, to take on that blitz, and then the wherewithal to, like, stand back up. And turn around and look look for the ball. Still, I was, I was like, wow, yeah, we're, we're we've got this game today. So, and and the last thing I want to say is just I hope now we can, I can stop hearing like, oh, the Cowboys' record isn't real. The Cowboys haven't beat anybody real. Like, I, I've been so tired of hearing that, Nick. Like, I, I'm over here in Sacramento. All my brothers are 49er fans, mm-hmm. and all I hear is, oh yeah, they have the Cowboys haven't beat anybody. Like, come on, dude. The people that we have been beating, we've been blowing these teams out. These right. bad teams. That's what we're supposed to do. That's what a good team does. Yeah. They blow out the team, and they win the games like Seattle today that are that are tough, that are gritty, but we pull those wins out, right? It's... So I, I just hope we can finally stop hearing all this, you know, BS yeah. about the boys having beat nobody and all this. And uh, and then that's a great show, man. I love right. the show. Thank you, Greg. Thanks for taking the call. Appreciate that. You know, I... <laughs> Couple things, yeah, you're right on that. That pass to Pollard, that was a great play. That that the only thing missing from that that play from Dak to Pollard was like you know just like a seesaw in the background and a jungle gym and all that. It was a playground. That's what it was. It was playground football. It was I'm just gonna run here and I'm gonna pitch it. I thought it was very Romo like the way he was just kind of playing, you know, playing like a basketball point guard and um, you know it was it was awesome. That's just Dak in his bag and and also Pollard. I mean to to just be alert and because uh, he did not pick up the blitz on a play down by the goal line and they ended up having to kick a field goal just completely whiffed i think Dak got sacked um so you know it's not easy for him i mean tony pollard is a is a quick scat back and i mean he, those guys aren't typically the, the best blockers but he but he's not afraid he sticks his nose in there and and he he does a he does a pretty good job based off of his size and what they're asking him to do so um but that, that was a really good play and then um you know, I I just it, it's it was just one of those games where it was it was a it was a fun fun game all the way around. Um, I just I, I can't say enough about how how enjoyable that that one was just to, to watch them play that game and, and to, to kind of rally back like that. So a uh, lot of fun, a lot of fun on that one. All right, let's go to our next uh, caller here. Uh, Pete, is it Pete in Connecticut? I lost my screen for a second. Is that right? Yep, Pete. What's up, Nick? How's it going, man? What a game! Holy smokes! Yeah, big time. Uh, it was it was my son's first game. He actually watched the full game, and oh, nice. uh, now he's a huge Dak Prescott fan. <laughs> um, I just had two quick questions. Um, who do you think is going to win between the Forty ers and Eagles this weekend? And also, I believe our next game is against Buffalo, right? After Philly. After Philly. Okay, so I was going to ask, how do you think? Dallas is going to prepare for the cold weather up in Buffalo. And uh, I didn't mean to jump over the Eagles game, but yeah, those yeah. were my two questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, 
Okay, I appreciate appreciate the call. I mean, they, Philly and Forty Niners. I mean, I, I don't I don't know. I mean, I they're both playing really well at, at this point. I mean, I think whatever the Niners were going through, it seemed like they've kind of figured it out. And this is going to be a really tough game. I mean, like two teams that that, that are going to be hitting and, and tackling and. Uh, it'll be it'll be physical for sure. So I, I really don't know. I mean, right now Philadelphia is winning these games, and they they you'd like to think that everybody's luck runs out, you know, a little bit. I mean, you you keep throwing the ball like like you think like Dak, you keep throwing it into the end zone like that, and the ball gets deflected up in the air. I mean, you're gonna get picked. I mean, at, at some point, that's just what happens. You think Philly keeps fumbling the ball, they're gonna lose it. They're they're gonna lose these games if they keep getting down at halftime. But they figure out a way to win. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't get down too far against the 49ers, you know. So I don't know who's gonna. I really don't. I, I would. I would expect the 49ers, you know, to to probably win just because the way Philly, you know, usually these these teams figure out a way. I mean, to lose some. I mean, you can't just win all of them. But maybe that's just what I want to happen. But I really don't care. I really don't care who wins. If it doesn't, it, I know a lot of people do. 49ers. I, you're gonna have to go and beat. You're gonna have to beat these teams in the playoffs, wherever it is. I don't know if it matters. It really doesn't. Uh, sure, it'd be nice to, to maybe try to get the division, but it's gonna be tough at this point. The way the way that they've won these games. So, hey, all you do is control what you control. See what happens. Um, it should be a lot of fun. Cold weather in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean they'll 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 be prepared for it. I mean, I, I, I guess. I mean, I don't know how you prepare out here, but but you know you you you've got to get that running game going for sure. I mean, you've got to figure out a way to do that because if it, you get into a game where you you can't really throw it a lot, you're gonna have to figure out other ways to move the ball. And I think one way that we're seeing it is these these little speed uh, reverses and and things like that uh, with with CD Cooks has done it. Turpin of course can do it. Um, that's one way to get your weapon involved without necessarily having to throw it so i think that's one way you can you can try to do that all right uh let's go to uh chris in mississippi chris how you doing there nick good how are you chris pretty good pretty good it took me um your guy said the other day that he called 16 times before he got in well i just called 91 times to get in today (laughs) wow thank you um so i will say this well i've been i've been trying to get in for the whole week and couldn't get in I would really like the media, especially after this game, to stop driving the narrative that there's something wrong with our run defense. It seems like to me they're just grasping at straws. Because if you look at it, yeah, these lesser teams are running the ball against us because they don't want to be the team known as getting 70 put on them. (laughs) I mean, really. Yeah. Because look at it. The 49ers didn't run the ball against us. The Eagles didn't really run the ball against us. They got, I mean, you know, not huge yards. And then this team here, known for running the ball, they didn't get any yards against us, one here and there. Right. I mean, and it's just like, it seems like everybody's grasping for straws. But, hey, man, I will say this. I am over excited again. I had backed off because I was the one that said we were going to – curb stomp Philly earlier this year Mm -hmm. but I will say this I am overexcited and back on the bandwagon because of the fact that these are games we would have lost in the past yeah and I'm you know I've said it before I'm a Mississippi State fan and this is Mississippi State that people this is what we saw for four years in Mississippi State and this is exactly what he is and with him playing the way he is I just don't see – I mean, I see we could lose, but I don't see us getting beat again like we did against the 49ers. Yeah. I just don't. I don't and I actually think I actually think if we get that rematch, just might happen this time. Yeah. Because well, if you go back in history, how many, how many, how many years in a row did, did the 49ers beat us and knock us out of the playoffs before we went to the Super Bowl? Wasn't it three? If I'm not wrong, wasn't it three? The 49ers knocked out the Cowboys? Yeah, you you know, back in the nineties before we started dominating, how many years in a row did they knock us out of the playoffs or did we lose to them at concession in the playoffs? I think it was three years in a row. I think it's zero. Going- <laughs> Honestly, oh, think zero? I don't think they beat them in the play. I, I really don't. I don't. I think they they beat them in ninety two. Cowboys beat them in ninety two. Beat them in ninety three. Lost in ninety four, and then in ninety five they didn't play them in the playoffs. Um, uh, you know, I no, but okay. To your point, though, 
To your point, for an example, flip it to the Packers. Packers lost okay. to the Cowboys in 93. Uh, I, I think 92, actually. 92, 93, 94, 95, and then and then 96, they won the Super Bowl. I mean, like, that's so. How I'll become a, that's how I'll become a Cowboys fan because I'm from Mississippi. My daddy's always far. followed people from Mississippi. Yeah. And, and he was rooting for Favre. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you know, the Cowboys started beating them, so I started rooting for them. Yeah, and see those are those are the other things. Everybody talks about Josh Allen and all these other kid, people that they don't get on like they get on Dak. My problem is, is how can you sit here and say that Brett Favre's a Hall of Fame quarterback, and then you're jumping on all these people for throwing these interceptions? Because this is not nothing new. Brett Favre threw more interceptions than anybody ever. Right. I mean, and everybody loved Brett Favre, so why do you crucify Dak and these other quarterbacks for throwing interceptions? It's just part of the game. Yeah. But, well. hey, we're playing clean, we're playing great, and I'm ready for that Super Bowl again. <laughs> All, right. Good day. All right. Thank you, Chris in Mississippi, big Mississippi State fan. Uh, I'm a, I'm I'm going to be watching with them as well. I'm uh, I'm real happy for uh, their new head coach Jeff Lebby, big big fan of of his. And um, so, until they play Arkansas, I'm a, definitely a big fan of him and uh, big fan of the Mississippi State Dak, the the one we're seeing there, where he's just out there playing, just saying, "Get off me! Don't you're not going to tackle? You're too small. You can't tackle me. I'm going to make this play here. I'm going to shovel the pass over here. I'm going to make this throw in here. He's just playing. He's playing out of his mind." Uh, uh, love it. All right, let's go to Travis in San Antonio. Travis, what's up? Happy Victory Friday to you. How you doing? You too. Victory Friday. I like it. It's got a ring to it. Yep. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, just a couple quick things. I wanted to see what you thought. I don't know. I missed the, the first part of the show. I'm sure it's probably come up, but um, I'm still I – still, I know you were kind of Originally off on Bland, being DPOI, and maybe now you were kind of on and last night happened. And I'm still – I think, think he still has to be on there just because I kind of said, like, his night was a microcosm of kind of the defense's night. Like, we can't all of a sudden one game take him off the list. If that's the case, then we got to take – no offense to Michael Parsons, but we got to take Michael Parsons off the list because all night long we didn't get off the field. I was like, where is the pass rush? We were always almost Anthony, almost had sacks, couldn't really get – the pressure we needed on Geno Smith to make Geno be Geno. So kind of like all in the same, I think they both need to still be on there. So it's just, it's one game. It happens. Um, the play call from McCarthy last night, originally I watched it and I was like, you have to run the ball there. Mm-hmm. But then I thought about it for a second. I thought about it from his perspective. Cause I've mentioned to you before about, you no know, understanding like where your team is. They have played, you know, what is it? Three games in 11 days, 12 days, that defense, was showing some tired legs. Maybe that's part of the reason that the pass rush wasn't so good. Um, and maybe he thought this is the, what the fifth game in history that nobody's punted. So maybe I need to go and try and win this game. So granted the 40 seconds off the clock would have been big, but we can play hypotheticals, right? Like we kick the field goal and they have a minute and they go score and they lose by one. What are we saying then? Well, you should have gone for it. So yeah, it kind of, so you can play hypotheticals all day long. So I actually kind of, talk myself back and I'm like I understand it um you're putting the game in your best players your two best players hands on offense and see if they can go do it and then the last thing is I want to see what you thought or if you noticed it last night so apparently like everybody on defense has a problem with Jake Ferguson it was kind of like getting comical like every time he caught a ball or he did something somebody was always in his face and I was like what has Jake Ferguson done to all you like and, everybody yeah so I just want to see what you thought on that. Other than that, I want you to have a good uh, good weekend. Uh, enjoy some football, and Thank I'll talk to you next week. Appreciate that. Thank you, Travis. I'm actually, uh, as soon as you said that, that they showed a highlight of Jake Ferguson's go-ahead touchdown, and uh, I didn't realize, I guess, at the time that it was against Jamal Adams. That's even better because uh, he's been, he was the one that was in his face all game long. And um, yeah, and the thing is, is he doesn't seem to retaliate. I don't know what he's saying in there, you know, but but he does. He's just doing the first down or whatever. But I mean, he. Um, 
he he was really really good. I mean, he was he he's what you want out of your tight end. He he's he's catching the football, but he's also getting up the field, making plays. He's not he's not just content with you know five six seven yards. I mean, he's he's actually getting first downs. I thought one of the bigger plays of the game early was the third and sixteen. Where you know it's seven to three, um, you know Seattle has just scored. Now it's third and sixteen on your own nineteen. You look like you're about to punt, which never happened, like you said. But you're about to punt, and then he makes a play for seventeen yards for a first down. They end up going and, and scoring. I thought that was a really good tone setting play because then it not only got a first down, but it also showed that hey, you know this guy can go make some plays. You got to be, be you got to watch him. And I, I thought he had one of his best games uh, for sure. All right, let's go to uh, Jeff. He's in North Carolina. Jeff, what's up? What's going on, Nick? How are you doing? I'm good. This is my your favorite um, Southern accent <laughs> that you like to hear. Me no about. doubt, no uh, doubt. It's been about been a few weeks since I talked to you, man. But uh, I just want to say, a great win last night. And uh, I don't know if um, anybody mentioned it, but you know, um, I thought you know. One guy made a couple plays at the end, in the fourth quarter, and, and you know the, he gets criticized sometimes. And but Jordan Lewis made two good sure. plays there in the fourth quarter, a stop a, help stop a few drives, and and shout out to him. And uh, you know Seattle played great. I mean they yeah. they they was a dog fight. And uh, and I also want to get you know I, I want to give credit to Mike McCarthy because you know. Mike McCarthy seen after the 49ers game, give him some credit for saying we we got to open this thing up a little bit more and and you know the previous regime you know they were stubborn a lot of the times of you know we got to do it our way and all this and so I give a lot of credit to Mike for uh, under you know he is really dialing up some good play calling right now. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I mean, yeah, we we, we talked about the the one we kind of disagreed with with the the actual decision, but from the play calling standpoint, I agree. I think he's he's had some really really nice play calls. Um and you know, they they yesterday was a tough tough game. I mean, it was tough in the red yeah. zone. They it was not easy, uh, but but they, you know, you got give them credit. I I love the my favorite call because I was actually saying it up in the press box, was I love the fact that they hand the ball to CD there uh, late in the game on the run because you're trying to run out the clock here, but at the same time, you just running it up the middle with Pollard's probably not going to get it done. you got to be creative uh, and keep the ball on the ground, and I thought that the run to CD was great. I would have liked to have seen something like that again. Maybe not a receiver reverse around you know on that third and four down there, but just something different than just trying to run it right up the middle. Something off tackle, RPO or something. But uh, yeah, I thought I thought the actual play calls that we've seen have been really good. I think so too. And remember, I told you a few weeks ago we we was gonna get that Brandon Cooks things yep. figured out, and it seems like we have. So, yeah, yeah. So I told you it was on the uptick. And it is <laughs> up here. It was on the uptick. Yeah, there it is. There it is uh, for sure. And, and one last thing, I, I I heard what Dak said during his press conference last night. Somebody asked him about about all the criticism he got, and now he's getting a lot of praise. And and I, I love the fact he said, "I'm not gonna pay no attention Don't care. to this than I did the the criticism because he said we're just taking it one game at a time, and I I'm confident in what we we do. So I appreciate. I, I was really. Glad to hear him say that. Yeah, but, yeah, it definitely. But anyway, Nick, great Thanks. win, man. Uh, thanks for taking my call. I know, I know, there's a lot of people trying to get in. I, yeah. I don't know how many calls I've made today trying to get in. I know that one guy said he tried 92 times. Yeah, I probably probably not that many, but I tried several. Uh, well, but, uh, I appreciate that for sure. I appreciate it. And there's guys calling, and there's people calling right now that that aren't going to get in. We apologize for that, but yeah, uh, we definitely appreciate the, the the support. And this is a good good show to 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 talk about a good day to do that you know because um the cowboys had a, had a huge win and you're right jeff you know you talked about jordan lewis he does get criticized a little bit he, he's it was it was a challenge for him as well but he stepped up there he's you know he's a scrapper man he's gonna he's gonna keep going and um he had some nice plays some really nice plays in the game um it, it got to the point where I was every single play I was just looking for the flag. Like where where's the flag? Uh, that's where that's where it got to. I mean, what did I count? Just 267 yards or something in penalties. That's just the ones accepted. 
you know, there's three types of penalties. There's ones that were accepted, the ones that were declined, and then there was two or three times where they just discussed and picked it up. So flags hit the ground probably 35 times in the game, and that's just that's just unacceptable. But that's what happened. All right, Bob in the Rio Grande Valley. By the way, we're not taking a break. Uh, we'll take a break right now. Okay, we're done. Um, we're back. Bob, Rio Grande Valley, what's up? Hey, Chris. It's uh, Chris. It's uh, Nick. How yep. you doing, buddy? Good, man. How are you? But, uh, I'm enjoying the seesaw has landed Friday. Yeah. But, uh, boy, I tell you, what a game. It's a, what a game. One play I'd like to point out that, that really impressed me, and it has a lot to do with the tenacity of the Cowboys and how they stick with players and develop them. That Jalen Tolbert catch when uh, Dak got out of the uh, grasp of almost being sacked. Mm-hmm. And that kid's placement of his feet on the sideline mm-hmm. and catching that pass—that that was reminiscent of of uh, uh, Michael when he was back when Gallup was was mm-hmm. really contributing to this team. Right. And uh, you know, McCartney does not give enough, get enough credit for his play calling or his patience are his vision in seeing what can be and then taking in his playbook and making it come to be. Uh, I was totally impressed last night. It, uh, it was a seesaw game. Mm-hmm. Emotions. The guys and gals that I was watching that ball game with, I tell you, I, I heard the F-bomb several times last night, <laughs> it, particularly at the way the flags were flying. Yeah. It, uh but all of that all, was I the F word, the flag. That yeah. was that was the F word last night for sure. Was, I, I mean to tell you, it, it was a laundry list that surpassed any I've seen in a while. But, uh, I appreciate you taking my call. It, uh, have a great uh, weekend when it catches up to you, <laughs> and uh, you guys do a great job, and I enjoy your show. Um, tremendously. Thank you, Bob. I appreciate that. Uh, it means a lot. Um, we're having a lot of fun. I mean, this is one of those days where we, we're just going to have to roll through, man. We, I, I could do two-hour show or whatever. And speaking of, Monday, just to throw it out there, I'll say it again, but Monday um, we are going to have a little bit longer show. Uh, I think Talking Cowboys uh, will, will not be happening on the Monday. Uh, so we'll be talking about whatever. You know, Eagles, 49ers, talking about the Cowboys, whatever. We're going to start, I believe, around 930. So we got an extra 30 minutes or so. Uh, it should be a lot of fun to do that. So we'll we'll talk about uh, a lot of that stuff, and, I, and I'll be able to put that on social media as well just to let everybody know. But, yeah, and, and I do want to throw out, speaking of talking Cowboys, I want to throw out um, a shout-out to uh, Kyle Gilmans, who's on. He's the host of Talking Cowboys. Uh, he got the call last uh, last night right before the game that he was going to be doing the uh, play-by-play on the radio for uh, Brad Cham, who was not feeling well uh, that night, and he ended up not calling the game. And uh, Kyle has done a lot of games. He's done a lot. He's done some football games. He's uh, done some Cowboy games, you know, uh, on the preseason on TV. He's done a ton of game, college and, and high school, uh, every week. Uh, but he got a chance to, to do that. And, and uh, from what I heard, uh, you know, I heard a, a few plays. Uh, he was he was a natural. He did a great job. Really, really impressed, especially with, you know, because it's that old theory of, you know, if you if you if you stay ready, you know, you don't have to get ready. And uh, that that was an example of that. I thought Kyle did a tremendous job. He he handled it and said, all right, I'm in Uh, with all due respect to uh, for knowing, you know, Brad is a legend and uh, making sure everybody was fine. And I think Brad is going to be fine. But but, uh, you know, it was his time to to step up and he did. He did a great job. So uh, that, that that was cool. That was that was another Really cool thing for for him that 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 happened. So I was excited for him. All right, let's go to uh, Ali in Florida. Ali, good morning, Nick. Morning. Pretty good, sir. A uh, couple things. Um, I'm a photojournalist. I, I plan. I was covering up the war. I got home yesterday, and I just wow. wanted to take like, a little bit of quick nap and watch the game. But I fall asleep. I woke up at like twelve thirty. And I couldn't believe uh, they had a replay on NFL channel. I would be such a nervous wreck watching that game. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, I was yeah. so fast. Was, oh, my God. But I want to bring you a couple of points. Um, the two coordinators for Philadelphia Eagles, one went to Indianapolis, 
and one even to Arizona. And now Philadelphia, the middle linebacker got hurt, and Dallas Goddard got hurt. So Indianapolis released Leonard, and Arizona released Zach Ertz. And I'm wondering if Philadelphia <laughs> is by chance they're going to sign both of them. If we just say, look, we need the guys, send them back, you know? So that's one. Second, we got a great game. Game ball goes to everybody. But I tell you, our kicker is a lights out. Without those kicks, we wouldn't even have a chance. Yeah. It's like such a blessing to have him. Have a nice day, All buddy. Right. Love your show. Thank you. Love, love Chris. Say hello to everybody. Thank you, sir. All right. Thank you. That's interesting on the um, on the uh, Zach Ertz and and um, Shaq Leonard. I mean, think about that too. With Leonard, though, I mean, he had to clear waivers, um, you know. So it's not like it's just we're just giving them to you. Um, but if it happens like that, you know that that would be interesting. I, that's that's next level thinking there. I, I haven't I haven't heard that unless that's and unless that's a narrative going around on Twitter or whatever. I had not heard that. Um, and but. Who knows? I mean, I wouldn't be. It is surprising to see to see some you know veteran guys like that released uh, at this point. But you know, we'll we'll see. I mean, the Cowboys and they'll they'll be you know they're still looking at the the Shaq Leonard thing. We'll see what happens uh, with that, and if he makes a decision and and all that. If it happens in Philly or Dallas or who, whoever else, I mean, uh, yeah, I think I think you know the Cowboys would would love to have him, but I mean, not at the point of, of throwing a ton of money out there. Um, but but you know, we'll see how what happens, and we'll see what, what decision he makes. All right, let's go to Josh in Iowa. Josh, what's up? Hey, Nick. Great to speak with you. Yeah, you too. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing great. Uh, I listen to all of the Cowboy podcasts. Love what you guys do. Um, your show is great. Um, but, yeah, what a what a game last night. Um, yeah. I read your, uh, read your post on uh, how it was a playoff game and uh, 100% agree with that. Um, yeah, it was it was quite the game. It was good to good to pull that one off last night. Yeah. So, it was definitely that was yeah it was it was a nail biter for sure. Yeah, it was, and it was like you said on your uh, on your your post. It was it was a playoff game, and uh, we we ended up with the dub. So um, yeah, that that was good. Um, Josh, is this but, your first uh, time to call? It is. Give me a ding. No, nope, no ding, no ding. We we we've retired that one. So first time caller, Josh in Iowa. There we go. Yeah, there we go. There Here we, we go. go. Here we go. Yep. That we uh, we moved on to that. So we figured it how appropriate too. Uh, thank God for the win. That wouldn't have been. That wouldn't be as fun as if Dak wouldn't have played well and we coming back off a loss or something like that and play that. But yep, that's our that's our yep. new first time callers. And of course, what are we? This is our thirteenth call of the day, and then we had the first twelve were were guys that we've definitely had uh, several times, twentieth uh, time callers. So, yep, that's that's the way we're we're gonna do it. Um, you got anything else, Josh? I, you know what, I do have a couple quick things. A um, uh, couple quick stories. I send a text, um, just personal stuff. Is uh, the Leon let Thanksgiving um, fumble? Yep. Uh, that's just a personal thing with me. Um, it's the first time that I ever uh, my parents ever heard me curse. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, last year we went to the Philly game at uh, Christmas Eve from Iowa. Took a trip. It was going to be 14 hours, and uh, ended up snowstorm. Ended up taking us 22, but uh, it was all worth it. That's uh, it was incredible. Um, and then uh, just one quick last thing, and I'll hang up, is uh, I got to get a shout-out to my boy uh, Grant at our high school. Uh, he ran for 3,000 yards this year, and he's going to the University of Iowa. So that's, just want to give a shout-out to Grant. And uh, I'll hang up and listen, but I appreciate what you guys All right. Do. Thank you, Grant. Sounds like – I mean, thank you, Josh, and, and, and congrats to uh, to Grant, who's going to Iowa and helping – that offense, I think they, I think they, they need some help on offense. Got the defense thing figured out. Need some help on Iowa. Boy, they would mess some things up if they won uh, this this weekend against Michigan. That would kind of change a lot of things. So, all right, let's let's uh, go one more caller real quick. We uh, we're running out of time, but let's go to Anthony in Seattle. Anthony, what's up? 
Hey, Nick, man, I appreciate you taking my call. Man, first and foremost, man, just an awesome game last night. Mm-hmm. And uh, took your advice in regards to just going along for the ride. All you know, the ride. It, it's the emotions. The emotions were all over the place last night. They were uh, up and down. When they went up 17-7, to 7, I thought for sure, all right, I can go ahead and go to bed now. This game is all a wrap. But, you know, just because I thought it was going to keep carrying over to the home field advantage. But uh, right. happy I stayed tuned in. Um, but, man, for me, I, I want to see people continue to try Deron Bland. <laughs> I want them to. I, I mean, seriously, like, Every time they, they, they think, oh, man, yeah, this guy's giving up plays, they said the same thing about Trayvon whenever he had the year with 11 picks. Right. So keep trying them. So that's, that's all I wanted to leave on a note with being in Seattle, man. <laughs> oh, man, I'm going to hear it all day. But I got my Dak jersey on you're, today. You're going to hear I'm what? It with, what are you going to hear? I'm, I, oh, I'm, I'm going to hear all the hate, all the everything, because I'm, I'm provoking it a little bit, Nick. I got my Dak jersey on today, walking it around with a smile on my face. So yeah. I'm going to get some ugly looks. But, you know, that win tastes a little bit better than the loss they got last night. Yeah, so play better. I'm, I'm yeah. good with that. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's the thing. You know, they took Seattle's best shot. They had to win that game. Seattle was desperate. They had to win, and, and they played that way, you know. Um they 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 really they had a great game plan. Uh, I thought they did a, a, a nice job until that fourth and one. I thought that was not a good call for them. I, I don't think the Cowboys are going to stop uh, Geno Smith over center if he just runs it there. And I think that changes a lot of things. So uh, you know the Cowboys we very easily could have been sitting here talking about a loss, but I thought the Cowboys defense it, they struggled most of the night. But then they they stepped up when they needed to. So um, you guys stepped up too. Callers were great. 13 callers today all over the map. Uh, Really, really good stuff. Uh, Appreciate that. We've got first-time callers. we got a lot of guys that have been here for a long time, and and we definitely appreciate that. I know we had to cut you guys off a little bit, and I apologize for that because uh, we we did try to move through it. So hopefully we have a little bit more time on Monday. On Monday we uh, will start uh, earlier, just on Monday. Probably about nine thirty or so, so we should have about a ninety or about eighty minute show. So it should be a lot of fun to talk about whatever happens this weekend. We can uh, definitely do that. So all right, stay tuned though. We 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 got Cowboys break coming up. They're gonna have a, a lot to talk about as well, and we got shows throughout the day as well. So all right, so for Chris Beam, I am Nick Eatman. We will see you guys on Monday on Cowboys Storyline. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, guys?